Hello and welcome back to Getting There, where we're always surviving, we're sometimes thriving, and we're just trying our best to make it. I'm Amanda, I'm here with my lovely co-host. And I'm Ellie, and this podcast is produced by Her Campus at Loyola University, Chicago. On today's episode, we're going to be talking about something that is very real for both of us right now, and that is burnout and mental fatigue. It's something that everyone experiences at some point in their lives, but it's especially common in college students who are more often than not trying to balance extracurriculars, a social life, maybe even a job on top of four to six classes a semester. And personally, I have felt it worse than ever, both last semester and this semester, with the pandemic on top of all of those things that I just mentioned. It's definitely been a lot. (laughs) Yeah. How have you felt this year? Well, I think I speak for a lot of students when I say I really haven't been doing my best academically this semester. Like, it's not that I don't get my work done, but the learning process itself is so much more tiring, and I'm really just submitting my mm-hmm. assignments by 11.59 p.m. Yeah. yeah. Do you relate to that I at all? I definitely feel that. I feel like I am doing the bare minimum in all of my classes yeah. right now, which is not who I am, not who I want to be. Like, right. I want to be so much more engaged, but there just comes a point where you just can't do that all the time. Yeah, there comes a point where doing the bare minimum might be my best, Mm -hmm. which, like, I absolutely hate saying that. My perfectionist brain is like, Mm -hmm. how could you say that out loud? But I just... that's okay. Yeah, I think we just have to kind of take a step back and have a little bit of compassion for ourselves and just accept it. Absolutely. Yeah, but I don't know if you can relate to this at all, too. I just feel like even when I submit my assignments by 11.59, I'm so proud that I got it done, but when I submit it and I reflect on, like, how much did I learn from this assignment, it's, like, zero. Like, yeah. I have not really been learning a lot. And that, quite frankly, scares me because this is my senior year and I feel like I'm supposed to be doing the bulk of my, like, education in this last mm-hmm. year. And I'm, like, how am I supposed to get the education that I need to, like, thrive in my career right. when there is an entire pandemic and I'm doing online classes? Yeah. Like, that seems just like I'm being set up for failure in a way. Yeah. <laughs> I'm trying yeah. to have a positive attitude about it, but it definitely sucks. <laughs> yeah. It's a um, lot to juggle for sure. Yeah. And I think without having a break, it's really hard to stay focused and feel like we're working towards something positive. Like, mm-hmm. I can't feel like I'm working towards graduation because I'm not going anywhere besides my kitchen in between classes, right. you know? Right, Um, And on top of the pandemic, you know, we had election week last week where I could not focus in any of my classes. Oh my gosh. <laughs> and trying to stay involved with organizations. Like, you and I put so much work into her campus outside of our own classes that... Mm-hmm. It is super difficult to put, like, the extra amount of work into that organization. Like, sometimes we come up with all of these ideas, and that is super great that we're able to do that, but then they don't always come to completion. Right. Simply because we don't have the brain power or energy. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But how have you been doing with school, and, like, how do you cope with the kind of chronic stress while staying on track and just, you know, like, how do you get through it all? Mm -hmm. Yeah, well, I definitely agree not having a fall break has definitely taken a toll on me. Um, we normally get those those two extra days at yeah. the beginning of October, and we did not get those this year. That's, and like, the best part about being a Loyola student at, like, right. a private institution. Right. We get, like, those two extra days of break. I never realized, like, how critical those two extra yeah. days are, and now that we have gone without those, um, I'm definitely, definitely feeling you it. You never realize how good it is till it's gone. Right, exactly. <laughs> yeah. I did get to go home um, early October. As I mentioned last episode, I went mm-hmm. home to vote. 
Um, so that was nice, but it still wasn't a break because I was still at my kitchen table doing homework and going to class and stuff. So it just wasn't, it wasn't the full break that I needed. So yeah, I'm anxiously right. awaiting Thanksgiving break. You that can say will be that for sure. a really nice break to have. And especially just to have a week, an entire week off. Mm-hmm. And yeah, like, I'm very excited. Yeah. Of course, holiday plans will look a lot different this year, but yes. I'm thankful just to be able to spend some time with my family. Oh, I agree. Yeah. Um, I just feel like it is a problem for college students dealing with academic fatigue because I think there's a stereotype of college students are lazy or, I don't know, it's just always stress, but it's such a real issue. It can be so debilitating. Mm-hmm. And you constantly fear, like, you're not doing enough because we're all just trying to get by with whatever's on our plate, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah, I definitely, especially with the pandemic, I've found there have been multiple days where I'm just laying on the couch or laying in my bed yeah. and just the thought of doing anything yeah. makes me want to cry. It adds a whole new level. It is really difficult. Oh, I can't I can't relate to that more. And it's in those moments where I like have to go back to the basics of like how to function as a human. Right. I'm like, what do I even do in these situations? I've never had to deal with this in my life before. Right. You know, because I feel like both of us are pretty motivated students. Mm-hmm. You know, we like get our work done, we get good grades and stuff like that. So I've never had to like really force myself to get into like the flow of the school year almost. yeah yeah they're mo- like I love school I feel like that's a very unpopular opinion but I definitely thought- an unpopular opinion but <laughs> I think that's great <laughs> I've thought about graduation and I I'm a junior so I do still have one more year but I've thought about it and like I simply don't know who I am without school like I yeah. honestly identity most- crisis yeah most of the time Um, pandemic aside, I really thrive. Like, obviously, I have felt burnout and fatigue before, um, but usually I'm able to, like, hunker down, power through. I know what I need to get done, and so I just do it. Um, But this year has just really thrown me off of that groove, Mm -hmm. Um, and I think it's because it's so hard to separate work from life, from class, from homework, from everything. Like, it's all... It's all just in my bedroom. My brain's, like, compartmentalization tools are simply not working. Yes. And I know for you and I, like, we both go commute downtown to the School of Communication. And having that commute in and of itself or walking in between classes, Mm -hmm. it's like that 30-minute train ride or, like, this 10-minute break that you have to kind of, like, let go of whatever happened in that class and then refocus Mm -hmm. your mindset to go into the next one. Yes. And not having online school, we just sit in our house all day. Exactly. And there's no, like, space to, like, release any of what you're carrying throughout that. And it's different than a nine-to-five job. And you can talk about your internship after this because I know that you said that that was quite different Mm -hmm. than what school is like. But with, like, a nine-to-five, you kind of go throughout the motions of your day and then you come home and you can let go of whatever happened. You don't have to bring your work home with you. Right. But in college, and this is kind of true, not even just in a pandemic semester, but you're always in school. Like, school is your life. Always, (laughs) always. So, therefore, homework is your life. Right. And also – Sometimes a job on top of that as well. Yes. Like oh that. my gosh. I took 18 credits last fall because I was doing the internship course when I was doing an internship. I genuinely do not know how I did the internship and all of the extracurriculars I was in and school at the same time. Like I was on a God level yeah. back then and now mm-hmm. I'm like, I don't think I could do that. Yeah. <laughs> it's those, it really is those yeah. 30 minute commutes or those 10 minute walks like you were saying, like 
that was my time to, to, I would take the train to the downtown campus. I would yeah. read a book. I would listen to music. And we love and downtown like, campus. It yes. has the right vibes. Yeah. <laughs> and I, like, obviously you can read a book, listen to music at home or whatever, but it's just, it's so different because mm-hmm. it's so much harder to pull yourself away from that once mm-hmm. you start doing it. But, like, if you are on the bus, you know, okay, once I get off the bus, like, yeah. it's time to work. Yeah. But if you try to take time for yourself now, I feel like it's so hard to get out of that and get back to the work scenario. For sure, because there's so many distractions I have in my home. Like, mm-hmm. my comfy couch where I could sit and watch Love Island UK and not do my work. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. Great British baking show Great British me. baking show. Uh-huh. I've just gotten my parents into that. Yes. So I'm really proud of that accomplishment. Yes, that's yeah. a good one. Um, but um, talk more about your internship and how that was different because I know you did that this past summer. Yes. How is that different than like your schedule with school? Yes. Okay. I'll even go back a little bit further because I do want to say that March. Yes. March was a rough time for me um, when we first got sent home because... I seriously want to cry for you every time I hear I, this story. Yes. Yeah, so I was in <laughs> Italy. I was studying abroad at our school's Rome Center. Um, and so... It was around, like, March 3rd. I was, like, halfway through the semester that um, we had to go home. Um, I remember calling my parents, and I was bawling. Um, I would have been, too. And it was very, very stressful, like, the most stressed I've ever been in my entire life um, because we had to scramble to find a flight. I was scared that I was going to get stuck in a foreign country. Um, It was terrifying. Yeah, it was so much and so luckily like nothing crazy happened I got home safely and I was healthy and everything um but it's just a big transition to make from because studying abroad even is so different from normal college life like it is really like studying abroad is kind of like just it feels like a fever dream it's a whirlwind Mm -hmm. right yeah it really is um, and so I was we going... We could do a whole another episode about that. Honestly, sure. we should. Yeah. <laughs> um, check us out next week. <laughs> um, so, yeah, to go from being a 19-year-old, traveling the country... You have so much independence and right, freedom. Back to my bedroom where it still looks like I am a 7-year-old yeah. because my walls are bright yellow and my sheets are <laughs> rainbow. Like, it is... It was a big transition to make. And, yeah, last semester, school-wise, I had a really hard time getting work done. Um, And so I almost didn't want to do the internship over the summer. Yeah. Because I was like, if I can't, if I can't even do, I was only in 12 credit hours in the spring. I was like, if I can't even do 12 credit hours worth of work, how am I possibly going to do an an eight-to-four job every day? Yeah. Um, but I was like, it was a paid internship, bless. Thank God. Um, so. Unpaid internships can literally die in a hole. We'll do another episode <laughs> yeah, on that one Why we too. don't like them. <laughs> um, but yeah, so ultimately, I don't want to admit this, but it was the money that made me like follow through. That's okay. We're college students, <laughs> right, you know? Right, right. Um, and so I, it was a completely remote internship. So they sent me all kinds of like monitors and keyboards and stuff. It was it was fancy, and they treated me very well, so I that do appreciate great. that. It sounds like it was a good first internship experience. It was. Experience. Yeah, it definitely was. Yeah. Um, and so I was just surprised at how different it was from college because I always, like, up until this point during a semester, I was like, yeah, this is a lot of work, but it's getting me ready for, like, a full-time job. The real is, world. This is how much work I'm going to be doing, right? right. Um, but I found that 
obviously like I was just an intern, so I didn't have as much work to do as other people, but I did, they gave the interns quite a bit of like actual independent, like that's great productive work to do. So I was doing a decent amount and it was just, I just found it was so much easier to just like, to separate myself from like my work day and my nor- the rest of my day. Right. Like you can clock in, get your work done, clock out and, and that's it. Um, um, and I think you mentioned that before, but obviously there are some, like, some exceptions, you know, there are conference calls and other things like yeah, that. Yeah, but it is but, different. But it's generally the case, and with school, it's just, it's always looming over you yeah. at every moment of every day. <laughs> and I think that is sometimes the barrier to, like, let's just say, for instance, my parents or other adults not being able to fully relate to me. Right. Because... College also was such a different time back when they were in college. Mm -hmm. Like, it's so different now for us. We have so many new, like, challenges that they didn't have to face. And they truly, like, can just leave their work, you know, once Mm -hmm. they they clock out. And we can't do that. And I know we've talked about, like, the impending doom of homework. Like, you get assigned an assignment on, like, one day of the week and it's due Sunday at 11.59 p.m. And then... Sunday rolls around and I'm like, I still have not done this. But mm-hmm. I think about it every day until I, then. I think about it every single day. Every spare moment yeah. I have, I have an overwhelming sense of guilt <laughs> yes. for everything in my life. But every oh my spare moment I have that I don't spend doing an assignment I haven't done yet. Or produ- um, productive, being right. productive in general. Right. I have so much guilt. Yeah, I am just like, oh, I should be doing this right now. I should be doing this right mm-hmm. now. And it keeps me from from enjoying and time to myself and being present in yeah. the moment I attribute most of it to like my perfectionism but I think a lot of college students that aren't mm-hmm. even perfectionists like just have that right now because we feel like if we're at our house we have to be productive 24 mm-hmm. 7 yeah I'm Brene Brown is like a super cool researcher I don't know if you've heard of her we love Brene Brown and she is a researcher about shame and guilt and like vulnerability and so she talks a lot in like her podcast and she has a book about it that I'm actually reading right now Um, And how that just gets in the way of us living our lives. Mm -hmm. But talking about, like, the guilt and the shame is ultimately what helps us, like, live our lives better. But it's – we first have to talk about it to, like, overcome it, you know? Right. But it is something I've struggled with so much more than in past semesters. Like, I usually wouldn't feel guilty for taking a break Mm -hmm. from doing schoolwork and, like, going out with my friends on a Friday night. Right. But this semester, I'm like, oh, my God, I have Mm -hmm. to be doing homework all the time. Yeah. (laughs) Like – Going out with your friends or, like, going to get dinner or something yeah. like that. Like, that has always been something that is easy for me mm-hmm. to, like, to take time for myself um, and to to not do schoolwork in those times because I, like, that's life, you know? Like, yes. I can step back and with those sp- things specifically. I can step back and say, okay, like, these are the things that I'm going to remember 20 years from now. Yeah. Like, I'm okay with putting my work aside and doing that. But we don't have those, like, events the events and, like, the hangouts that we used to be able to do. Yeah. And so now, like, my breaks are just me watching TV or, like, or, yeah, listening me, to Maybe music. going to the grocery store. Right. It's and so like, different. It's not the same moments of relief that I've had in the past. Right. Where, like, I could go to chapter on Sundays and just see people from my sorority and say, well, I've had a really crappy week and talk to mm-hmm. them about it. And now, granted, I love my roommates, but they're pretty much the only people I see in any right. given day, you know? Mm-hmm. So it's just so different to not have 
just the little things. Yeah. You know, and have yeah. those moments of relief from everything going on. Yeah. Those yeah. were really like big stress relievers for me too. Mm-hmm. Just like getting some, getting some social interaction. Social interaction. I miss those. You would walk through Damon and see someone random that you would never like hit up on a normal day. Right. But then you'd have like a short conversation with them and that would kind of make your day. You're like, oh my God, I talked to someone fun today. Yeah. You know? And oh my gosh. <laughs> I cannot tell you how much I miss just sitting in the Damon food yeah. court. <laughs> having people come and go stop by and say hi like yes sitting in the IC too have yes. you been to the IC I have actually a couple of times um so can you talk about how it's changed yeah since the pandemic? it's so it's so sad um I I have found that I am still productive there because I am specifically going there I'm leaving my apartment specifically going to mm-hmm. the library to do work and so that is almost like going to class or like going to the downtown campus like we were talking about earlier right. where it's a separate space that I know that the time that I'm there this is what I'm going to do and then I can leave yeah um but the the charm of the IC is gone almost <laughs> because like the cafe is closed so I can't get a coffee I can't get a muffin like, you can bring in your drinks, but mm-hmm. you have to wear a mask the whole time, and so it's it's much more difficult to, like, leisurely sip on a cup of coffee while yeah. you're doing your work. So it's definitely – it's so good, but it's just – it's not the same I see that I've oh, come yeah. to love so dearly. Definitely not. And I feel like I would go to the I see or at least feel more compelled to go there if I had to, like – really pull a late night to get Mm -hmm. a paper done or something like that and so that way I wouldn't have the temptation of just falling asleep in my bed right but now that is just not available to us like we can't just be drinking copious amounts of caffeine in the (laughs) ic with the state of the world and that sucks for sure and the ic um for reference it's the information commons at loyola so like our library it is such a gathering space for loyola students it's part of loyola culture Mm -hmm. and without that study rooms oh yeah unmatched the study rooms (laughs) i love that yeah well so what other tips or tricks do you have for people you know trying to break up their day or deal with this chronic stress like what do you do to um cope with that um yeah i've been trying to go for walks i've been so hallis our fitness center is still open by appointment so i've been booking um appointments in the the cardio floor and i've just been walking on the treadmill walking is good walking is like my number one walking is really i underestimated it for (laughs) so long i was always like oh intense workouts are like gotta be the you gotta sweat to like get that relief but Mm. honestly like throughout um the pandemic like at the beginning in March and over the summer, I was taking a lot of walks with my family and now I'm walking, like I said, at Hallis and it is just so nice to just, to move your body without having to worry about like really physically exerting yourself. Yeah. Kind of zone out and just, yeah. It's just so nice. Sometimes I need that time for my brain to just not think. Mm -hmm. Like it literally needs to rest. Exactly. And I need to like have something just mind, you know, I don't know what the right word is, but like something that's going to turn my brain to mush. I need that for yes. a little bit. Yeah. Like TikToks. <laughs> I will watch TikToks. That's how I've been breaking up my day. Yep. <laughs> but yeah. yeah. But I feel the same way. Like I feel like I'm super big on working out and I love exercising, but nowadays I'm finding it so hard to try to like do a heavy workout because I'm like my brain and my body just aren't able to exert that much energy right now because mm-hmm. I'm spending so much more energy focusing on school right or at least trying to yeah and also I don't know about you but like 
that this is gonna sound so sad, but my body is literally sore or like tired from sitting. Oh my gosh! Just from sitting at my desk, I could not I, relate to that more. I'm like, <laughs> I didn't, I didn't lift weights yesterday. Like, why am I sore? But I just know there's some physical consequences from us like sitting hunched over twenty four seven. Literally, me like, right now. Yeah, like, if you I, could see how we're <laughs> sitting right now, you would understand. But for sure, I, I need like um one of those balls that like people sit on, like exercise oh, balls. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're supposed to be good for your back. Yeah, mm-hmm. but yeah. Our, <laughs> maybe I should get advice from one of those. <laughs> yeah, my posture is just simply so yeah, bad. Yeah, it's simply so terrible. And, and like, I know that my eyes, too, are, like, so gosh. strange just from staring at screens all day. Yes, it, it um, hurts. It really hurts. Like, I've gotten a pair of blue light glasses, which are amazing. I don't know how much they actually help, but they look super cute. Yes. So I also, that's a benefit. <laughs> I also have a pair of blue light glasses. <laughs> how to um, <laughs> really have no idea if they work or not. But yeah. I feel like it's the placebo effect. If I'm oh, for sure. Them, I tell myself that that it's so much better for my eyes and then I'm like, oh yes. Ah uh, yes. I can sit and stare at my screen for two more hours. Yeah. Also yeah. the aesthetic is just chef's kiss exactly buy some blue light glasses everyone yes, yeah even when you don't wear makeup with them you look cute you know yeah. and you just you look so academic i feel like uh reese witherspoon in oh my Legally gosh blonde when she wears her glasses i love that scene her <laughs> outfit is just everything yes no but my like. my roommates would make fun of me when i got them because my one roommate is like almost legally blind so she really can't see oh, really? and she was like what are you doing with these blue light glasses <laughs> like you're an imposter with your 2020 vision <laughs> i'm like please just let me have my moment yeah. <laughs> if yeah. I need to be sitting and watching asynchronous lectures all day, I oh my god! Let me have these glasses. We need to discuss asynchronous we lectures and how terrible they are. Lectures. So, for those of you that don't know, asynchronous lectures are basically lectures that recorded PowerPoints are recorded powerpoints, and so you would the the idea is that you would listen to them like at the time that your class is scheduled for. But our teachers will just post them kind of whenever. I feel like some of my teachers are not even on a schedule. And then I'm like, how do you expect me to stick to a schedule if you're not on one? Mm -hmm. Um, But oftentimes our teachers, at least for me, will post the asynchronous lectures and then also give us like five other videos to watch to go along with it. So then in reality, watching all the lectures and the other five videos that are randomly put there takes longer than the class would take Mm -hmm. if I were to go to a a regular class. Yes. I also have um, one of my professors – won't name who because I'm going to call him out right now. <laughs> um, but we are meeting. It's a once a week class. We're meeting once a week at the time that we were assigned. Mm-hmm. But then he's also assigning asynchronous lectures outside of those classes. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I don't think you understand. Like, the lectures are sur- supposed to replace the class. Like, if, yeah. we were, if we were in person doing classes right now, like, we would get that that lecture during our class time. Right. But now it's homework. Yeah, basically, which is on top of the homework they're already assigning. Right, exactly, exactly. I genuinely feel like the teachers don't understand that we have a ton of other things to do Mm -hmm. and are also just trying to cope with the debilitating stress of the pandemic. Yes. Like, they're always like, oh, take care of yourselves. Like, we're all in this together, you know, saying all these words. But I'm like... 
you talk the talk and then don't walk the walk. You're right. still assigning me five homework assignments. Right, exactly. I am not grateful for that. <laughs> I do. I have a couple professors who have been very good. Shout out to yeah. the Loyola English Department. Oh, um, love that. Those are where my good professors are. Um, my fine arts teachers are doing amazing, so yes. thanks to them, too. Uh, yes. Um, I won't speak on what department the what bad ones are in. <laughs> uh, yeah. So um, but, I definitely feel that, though. Some professors are like, yeah. oh, we're in the exact same situation. And then don't do anything about it. It is super frustrating. And I I have compassion for them, too, because I know it must be difficult to teach over Zoom. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure. I can't. One of my roommates was talking about a professor that she has, and it was supposed to be his last semester Mm -hmm. teaching, and he was supposed to be teaching to, like, a lecture hall full of students, and he was like, that's the best part of my days, like, seeing all the students walk in. that's heartbreaking. And now I just, (laughs) I lecture to the void, he says. Yeah. I'm like, that... That's heartbreaking, like you said. I just I can't I imagine that. that. So I do have some some empathy for professors. Yeah, but I try to turn on my video camera whenever I can. I know. If I'm me on too. Zoom. Me if too. That's really if I'm like okay, I can deal with staring at myself in the top right corner for right. an hour. <laughs> I have to sometimes do the hide self view because I'm like, I don't like how I look right now. And I know I'm already like not able to pay attention. Right. And if I just focus on like me and my cute blue light glasses, trying to like (laughs) feel better about my appearance, (laughs) I will retain no information. Sometimes I wonder if other people in classes see me like just the amount that I constantly am like playing with my hair, like tucking it behind my ear. I'll like put it in a ponytail. Oh my gosh. No, I'll like it and take it right back out. Playing with my hair is my number one anxiety tick. I don't know if it's the same for you. Yeah, I agree. (laughs) I'm even recording this podcast. I'm sitting here like twirling my hair around (laughs) for sure. But I think other than asynchronous classes, the one thing I've been dreading so much are the forum posts. Oh my goodness. We need to have a discussion about forum forum posts. The forum posts are just so difficult yeah because they're supposed to be like in lieu of class discussion which first of all is heartbreaking because class discussion is like my favorite thing and you can definitely still have that over zoom I've had some really nice discussions in a couple of my classes over zoom that's good but some professors just don't think that that is feasible and Mm -hmm. so they'll assign these forum posts and it's just it's essentially a mini essay that's how I take it because Anything written... It's like a short answer essay, basically. Yes. Anything that I write, I always feel like it has to be perfect. And so... Yeah. And when I'm discussing um, in person or over Zoom, having a conversation, that's more of a natural flow right, to me right. than... I really think out my forum posts, too, because mm-hmm. I'm like, if I'm posting this one thing to for the whole class to see, it better be good. Right. You know? Right. And I feel like... And then that's not my genuine response. Exactly. Exactly. That's my formulated response. Exactly. Yeah. Wow. And how many <laughs> times have I said exactly in the past, like, three seconds? We'll count after we record <laughs> this whole thing. That's um, funny. Yeah. But I definitely feel that. And it's just... Class discussions are so, we talk about in my English class a lot, like half-baked thoughts um, where you aren't like fully, you don't have a fully prepared thought ready to present. But sometimes that's where some of the best ideas come from Mm -hmm. and being able to like talk that out and think that out with other people where a forum post, it's once again, just you in your bedroom um, trying to type out this thing and there's so much less back and forth. Like you yeah. can, re- quote, reply to a forum, a forum post. forum post is not half-baked. It is burnt. It yes. is my burnt thought. <laughs> it's a burnt toast. It has been yes. burnt by 
whatever's going on in my head. Yes, yes. Yeah. That was a really good analogy. <laughs> I hope I you guys that. found that funny. I try sometimes. Yeah. But no, and I just think it's funny because the way I interact with students on forum posts is so unnatural to how I would interact with them in person. Yes. I'm like, hey, Ashley, great post. Love that you pointed this out. I yeah. would never say that to anyone. <laughs> never. I then I'm like just would never. bouncing off of that. Yeah. That point, here's my thought. And it's some BS, to be quite mm-hmm. frank, that I just came up with to post it and get it done with. Yeah. And that's another thing with with forum posts. It's another assignment on top of all of that stuff, all the the other (laughs) assignments that you're doing. Where if we were in class just talking back and forth, like, that's not an assignment. Yeah, and that doesn't feel like one either. No, it doesn't. And I feel so much like I'm contributing less when I post a forum than if I was talking in a class session. Yes. I feel like no one's actually going to read what I wrote because they're just worried about posting their shit and leaving too, you know? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so I think we spent enough time complaining about forum posts and asynchronous lectures and all that stuff. Not um, like I couldn't complain about it for two more hours. Oh, but. I absolutely could. <laughs> um, but what about some tips to kind of get through it? I know we talked a little bit about like walking and stuff, but um, do you have anything else that, that you do to kind of like... Yes, I would say, yeah, to end this podcast on more of a positive note, we will share with you our tips. I would say my number one tip... I guess this isn't really something physically that you do, but just to keep in mind is that self-care and will rest in and of itself is not supposed to be a reward. Like rest is essential. Mm -hmm. You know, I once heard someone say, um, take your rest as seriously as your hustle. And that just really stuck with me because I love that. I think I've always just thought I I rest once everything's done. You know, I rest once everything's done, but that has always led me to feeling more burnt out because I'm like, you can't, just keep going on an empty cup, you know, like mm-hmm. you have to fill up your cup for then to be depleted again with the mm-hmm. work that you exert, right? Mm-hmm. So I have to do things that fill me up. And sometimes it's watching TikToks, I will admit. It's watching mm-hmm. TikToks on my couch, on my couch. But other times it's going for a walk, like we said. I've been like planning in times for me to like bake something or like yes. cook myself like a meal just to I feel love like cooking and baking because oh it my God. is something that feels in a way productive to me that is yeah. not schoolwork and it's just it's very refreshing right because you also feel like you have a completed product at the end of it exactly. which I really love exactly and I have to share yes. what I bake with my friends yes <laughs> I love shit that's my love language oh my gosh, sharing yes. baked goods with my friends like that's immediately it. yes that's, I feel that um, I also want to say um always reach out to your professors because yeah. we've talked a little bit about unempathetic professors but you never know Mm -hmm. they might have a deadline for something and if you just can't reach it you can always reach out to them and explain your situation the worst that they can say is no you still have to do it by this time and then you're right back in the same situation you were yeah it it can't get any worse exactly (laughs) not not for that to sound bad but it can only get better right because the worst that could happen is it doesn't get done on time you know and Mm -hmm. Usually, I think professors are more understanding of that this semester than ever. But yeah, I had a kind of a terrible experience with a group that I was working with for one of my classes, and I was just complaining to my mom about how I was, like, struggling to get this project done with my group because we didn't have the same style of work, and, like, all of us were dealing with things outside of this class. And I reached out to my teacher, and I just told her, like, straight up that I was struggling with it. 
And granted, I didn't get the response that I really wanted from her, but I think that it showed her that I was at least trying and I felt comfortable enough with her to open up about that. Mm -hmm. And I think teachers often really appreciate that from their students, especially when they don't get to see them in class every day. They Mm -hmm. don't really know what's going on with us half the time. And then they know, like we were saying earlier, that it's not just laziness. It's not just you being a college student, quote-unquote, like, it's a real issue. It's a real thing. Yeah, and that's that's very valid, and at least, even if they aren't gonna give you an extension or anything, they at least know that that's how you're feeling, and they can acknowledge that moving forward. Right, and we're all human, like, I know some teachers have less empathy than others, but, you know, they can understand that we're all going through different things Mm -hmm. right now. Right. Um, Yeah, and I know it sounds cliche, but self-care, and, like, by self-care, I don't mean, like, a face mask and a bubble bath, like, yes, those are good options, but I mean, like, genuinely giving yourself time to, like, feel whatever negative emotions you're feeling about this semester, Mm -hmm. and if that is laying in your bed and not doing anything, like, so be it. Yeah. (laughs) I've been doing, like, guided meditations where I literally just lay in my bed, and Mm -hmm. I feel like I need a break from the world, you know, turn it off. Yeah. Sometimes that's all you need. Yeah. What other tips do you have to wrap it up for our listeners? Yeah, I think going off of that as well, just self-care, again, is not selfish. It's not you should feel guilty about it. It's not taking that time for you is necessary. And it's not, like you were saying, it's not a reward. It's really what you need to do. Mm -hmm. It should be the foundation. To power through those moments where you feel like you can't do anything. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, Yeah. that's what what I have to say. If anyone struggles with, like, how to come up with a self-care routine, like, genuinely sit down and list out things that make you feel energized or rejuvenated or just happy. And it doesn't have to be something that you're good at. It could literally just be drawing doodles in a in a notebook mm-hmm. like anything like that and if that is something that helps like lean into that I say mm-hmm. as much as possible because we all need it right now two of the biggest things that I love doing that like relax me singing and painting am I good oh, at either of those things absolutely not but I will but still I do, do it them. anyway I, I love do that anyway. I love that well yeah and hopefully you can listen to this podcast as a little bit of self-care yes um Hopefully you can relate to the things that we're feeling. Go on a walk. Like we said, walking is great. Um, But yeah, this is our podcast. Thank you so much for listening. Um, We're looking forward to making more episodes like this and just talking about college and all that it has to offer. Being real about it. Being real about it. So once again, I'm Ellie. I'm Amanda. And this has been Getting There. And we'll see you next week. Bye.